Danglin' After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 452, features guest host Dahlia D, convention talk, and an interview with the beautiful Cindy Starfall. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 452 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this episode. It's been a couple weeks, but she is back. She is the goddess from the great white north she is an incredible cam model and content creator and now she is able to do it bigger and better than ever since her move she is the stunning dahlia d how you doing girl i am so good so good, good. i can't even tell you how good i am that's really good gooder than ever you are so much more gooder I might even be the goodest. I've seen some of your work. I'm not one to argue. <laughs> I'm going to put that in my Twitter bio now. <laughs> the goodest cam model out there. I like that. <laughs> so how how have you been? It's been a while. It has been a while. Um, I've been super good. I've just been really like busy, like in the middle of this huge move. So uh, if anybody doesn't know, if anybody hasn't been listening to me bitch for the last month, uh, <laughs> I bought a house on the East Coast of Canada. So uh, I was a 15 hour drive Oy. to the move. Um, but we're here, we're settled, we're mostly unpacked. And uh, now it's just time to start doing renovations and turning everything into the fuck palace of my dreams. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. That's been the biggest thing about, because before I lived in a really tiny, like high rise apartment building in Toronto. And the coolest thing about coming here and like having a whole house to myself is like looking at all of these different like places and being like, I can fuck here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you can. Like, I have an island in my kitchen. I'm like, I could fuck here. Nice. There's, like, a set of stairs, like, that goes upstairs. It's, like, beautiful, like, mahogany. I'm like, I could fuck here. (laughs) It's great. I have a creepy basement that's, like, unfinished and creepy and, like, damp. Oh, very nice. Around Halloween time, I could fuck here. (laughs) (laughs) So... Now that you have moved to the east side east of side. Canada. I'm still trying to figure out how to do like the gang gang hand thing for east side. I I can't. Well, you could do it in a Canadian fashion. You don't have to do it in like an American fashion. I wonder if I could like bend my fingers to look like maple leaf. That would be awesome. East side. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but because of this move. Typically, when people go through this process, they go through 
a clean out. They figure out the things that they're going to take with them, the things that they are not. When it comes to that, do you go through your sex stuff and kind of clean house? Do you? I did. I actually did that on cam. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So we did a chatterbait stream where it was like, help me purge my sex toys. And we did. And then I actually, um, the ones that I was getting rid of, uh, I put up for sale on many vids. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that was definitely a thing that we did. Um, I got rid of a whole bunch of lingerie and a whole bunch of my sex toys and just like random like things in the studio that I just like didn't need. Okay. I had like a million different kinds of lights. (laughs) We need to pare those down a little bit. (laughs) But yeah, I actually really didn't take much with me at all. Like um, I'm echoing probably quite a bit right now because there's no furniture in my place. Mm -hmm. So. It's crazy. (laughs) Well, if you happen to come along any spare, unneeded pairs of panties, you just let me know. Okay. I will for sure. I I mean, we just did the purge. You missed out, but. Of course. Next time. All right. The next move. No, in all seriousness, though, if anybody's listening and they're like, oh, shucks. No, I actually do sell panties on many vids. So. There you go. Just so you know. <laughs> I will snap up a pair. There you go. Oh, that sounds like you're going to eat them, and that's really gross. Is it? <laughs> Is it? Can you imagine? Like chewing. On... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Our first show back after a while, we are five minutes in, and you are making vomit noises already. You wow. always know how to make me gag, Dick. <laughs> Title of the episode. <laughs> I'm sure we can do better than that. <laughs> no, we can't. I am taking that to bed with me. <laughs> wow. Tremendous. Oh, man. So, so what is in store for us today, Dick? Oh, there is so much in store for this episode. Not only do you get banter between Dolly D and myself and probably a quick story, but you get an interview with the beautiful Cindy Starfall. Cindy Starfall. That is a beautiful name. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's an awesome name. She's an awesome human being. We will talk about that at the end of the first half. Interviews in the second half. What's not to love? This is going to be a great show. It already is, to be honest. It is. And one of the things that made this fun is before we started recording this episode, you said that you listened to Mama Dangle. Oh my God, she is precious. (laughs) Precious. I fell in love the moment she started talking. Isn't it weird to think that a, a mom and a son, don't make this weird, can do a show like this and you still feel like it's precious? You know what? There was a moment where it was almost like record scratch. And if you guys haven't listened to this episode, it's what, 450? Uh, It's like second half. It's around uh, 40 minutes in, I want to say, is where Mama Dangle comes in. And you guys were talking and you were like, you know, Mama Dangle, um, there is one particular memory where we went on a family trip to visit some cousins in Germany. And I found it particularly titillating. Oh, right. (laughs) And then you paused. Right. (laughs) And I was like, sir. Oh, boy. You found your family trip titillating? (laughs) 
It was like a record scratch moment. I'm not going to lie. I was like, where is this going? Right. But then you went on to elaborate that, you know, the titillating part was the advertisements in Germany, not your family. So you are correct. Although you would do very well on Pornhub with that attitude. So you are not wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Now, let me ask this question because I have known her, you know, almost all my life. Do you hear an accent from her? Oh my God. Yes. I don't. Well, because you grew up with her your whole life. Right. But you know that, like, other people's moms don't sound like that, right? No, because I hear her plain as day, completely normal. Stop it. I swear. Because, like you said, because I have grown up with that my entire life, I don't hear an accent. That's weird. Isn't it? It is weird. Because, like, just because you're familiar with it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to recognize that her speech patterns are different from other people's yeah i don't at all that's really strange like i have very like ethnic family <laughs> like like not ethnic. what's the word i'm looking for mm, like from all over the place okay. and my family members have very very heavy accents and i recognize that they have accents while still being able to understand what they're saying you know uh, i guess i do hear it a little bit but i don't hear it i hear it more as just her speech pattern, I don't hear it as an accent. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I couldn't place the accent until she was talking about where she was from. Yeah. And then it was like, ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yes. Oh, it's all coming together now. Yeah. Yeah. No, but she is very cool. Your mom is super cool. I mean, I guess we knew that, though, because, like, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I would love for you to have Mama Dangle host an episode. Oh, okay. Like, have her interview one of us. Oh, my goodness. That would be tremendous. Can I be Can I be interviewed by Mama Dangle? I'm sure we could come up with something, yeah. Oh, my God, Dick! <laughs> well, maybe we might both have to interview you, you know? That'd to... be amazing. No, but just, like, have her come up with, like, questions that she wants to know from, like, a content creator. Oh, I I don't know. I think she would be better just having a conversation. And then if it rolls into humorous, dirty stuff, she would be cool with it. Right. Because like she said in the interview, everyone is just who they are. You know, they're at the end of the day, they're just people. So right. I, I don't know if she would talk about something in a way where she's like, oh, you know what? This is something that I've always wondered, you know. Right. Yeah. I'm sure there's things. Have a talk with Mama Dangle okay. and tell her that there's this Canadian jerk off that wants to be interviewed by her and see what she says. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I was talking with her a couple days ago and she said, you know, how's the show going? I said, good. And I said, I'm going to be recording with Dolly here shortly. And she's like, she's the one in Canada, right? And I said, yeah. She goes, did I send her a hat? Yes, and her hat has been serving me so well because if you don't know, the east coast of Canada is significantly significantly colder than anywhere else. Right. <laughs> so I've been wearing that hat nonstop all day every day yeah. in my backyard. Yeah. So I said, yes, you did. She's like, I thought I did. I just wanted to make sure. So even within that. I love her. She's <laughs> Can she just be my mom? Oh, of course she can be your mom. She she will be 
the adult industries. Um, collective mom. Collective mom. Yeah. That's beautiful. I like it. You need to start like a Twitter account. It's like shit. Mama Dangle says. Oh my goodness. That, oh, that is actually not a bad idea. Right. Cause she, oh she throws out some gems and I was like, yeah. you gotta be kidding me. Please. I am writing that down right now. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Highly recommend that episode. Highly recommend you guys go check it out. 450 yes. at about 40 minutes in. She's an absolute gem. It was a lot of fun. It really was. If I can have a conversation with her on this podcast, I will die happy. Maybe we'll make that part of 500. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what episode 500 should be. Fuck a group episode. You should just have Mama Dangle like interview both you and all of the other co-hosts. Well, if we're going to make it a thing like this, maybe what we do is I will literally apply for like three or four credit cards <laughs> and fly you into Pittsburgh, fly Madeline into Pittsburgh. Apply for credit cards. <laughs> I'm, I'm a poor dangle. And, <laughs> and fly you in, all expenses paid, and just like be in studio and do the show. That would be amazing. Okay. We'll have to figure out how we make that happen and when it's going to happen. Am I closer or further away from Pittsburgh now? Uh, you. Wait, I'm in a different time zone, so probably. Yeah, you're a little bit further away. <laughs> womp womp. Are you? Really? You're in a different time zone? Yeah, I'm an hour ahead of you oh, right now. wow. I didn't think you were that far east. Interesting. Yeah, I'm like right at the tip. Ooh, hang in there. Where I'm more shaft oriented. My favorite place. That's right. <laughs> you could say I live here. Oh, yes. I, I live on the tip. Now, yeah. speaking of being where you love, I am probably, by the time this goes out, a month from getting to Exotica, Chicago. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Yeah, and I'm excited. This will be my first Exotica trip. And I was looking at the appearance list. And the first name on it, because thank you, dear Lord, to the people of Exotica and their website. Thank you so much for putting the performers and the people who are going to be there Putting their name in alphabetical order. I'm a bit OCD. A little? A little, but here's the thing. <laughs> if it's not in alphabetical order, I don't go back to see the updates to the list. And then okay. I don't realize there are people who I may have a DVD I once signed. I have a magazine I once signed. And I left it because I'm tired of going through 200 to 300 names Right. To see who's there. This way, it's a much easier way to go through names and remember and find out who's going to be there. You basically just need to make an entire database, like an Excel spreadsheet. Don't put it past me. I Yeah, I immediately regretted saying that. Yeah. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, no. <laughs> so typically what I do is... I copy and paste, like I, I drag, copy, and paste everything into just a really simple like WordPad format <laughs> and then keep track of it that way. And it's a lot easier. Stop laughing at me. Please. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> so, okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this. So what you're saying is now let's play this game. Oh, is, is this OCD or not? I wouldn't say OCD because I'm not one to just like go around diagnosing people okay. with like mental disorders. Okay. But I would say it's incredibly neurotic. Okay. Well, so we're going to play the game. Is this OCD or not? Are you ready? Okay. In my studio, every convention that I have gone to, I have a binder with all of the autographs and stuff from said convention. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's not OCD. No, that's just organizational. All right. I have every single group of interview notes from every interview I've ever done. I think that's also just organizational. Does it make you uncomfortable or do you feel a compulsion if something is like out of place or out of order to like put it back in place? Depends on my mindset. I find that if... My brain is firing on all cylinders. I'm doing really well in a good headspace. The neater, the better. But if I'm in a place where I don't feel as good mentally and emotionally, shit goes south real quick. <laughs> and I, I'm like, stuff's a mess. Things are disorganized. It's almost opposite. I feel like, yeah, that would be the opposite of OCD. Like, yeah. if you were really, like, mentally triggered, you would be, like, way more likely to want it organized. Right. So it's kind of weird how my brain works that way. Now, I do have a collection, a small one, but I do have a collection of, shall we say, articles of clothing from performers. Okay. They are all sealed in hockey puck display cases, individual okay. hockey puck. And they have the person's name and the date that I received them. Again, just very organizational. Just okay, so this makes me feel better. Okay. No, you're like Marie Kondo. That's, who is that? She's like that guru of organization on Netflix. Yes, okay. Now that you say that, I do remember, yes. Yeah, she has like that method where like if you if it does not inspire joy, you throw it in the garbage. Right. Which like I tried that with my bills. <laughs> very nice that was very nice (laughs) didn't work (laughs) (laughs) great joke that was very very well done to be honest that's kind of how i am especially as i've gotten older like i have my love of music and i have my love of adult ephemera Mm -hmm. and that's really all i'm trying to get to to have in my life like I'm the same way. Like when I was younger, I used to kind of like hoard everything. Yes. Oh yeah. And now nothing makes me happier than like an empty cupboard. Okay. I got like you. I'm the opposite now. I just love to just like throw stuff out. Mm-hmm. Gives me joy to throw things in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm someone where everything is a money making opportunity. Like I could sell this. You just don't. Uh, I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> to be honest because i don't have a house that's big enough for me to keep everything that that i have a chance to sell but anyway so back to this list of names okay there are a good number of people that i'm excited to see either at the why not booth or just people that i know in the industry there are people 
that are going to be there that it's pretty much their only convention that they go to because nice. of where it's located. So I'm cool. really excited to see them because yeah, there are people I interviewed three years ago, four years ago that I've never met and I'm finally getting a chance to meet them there. Let's play favorites right now. What's your top three people that you're most excited to see at Exotica Chicago? There's a difference between excited to see and if I will actually be able to see them because I want the excited list. Uh, well, I'm going to throw this person in because this is actually why I brought this up. The first name on the list is Adriana Chechik. Oh, nice. And I love her. I've met her a number of times. I've watched her yeah. feature dance, but the odds of me being able to actually see her, her lines are going to be absolutely yeah. absurd. And now after her interview on Two Bears, One Cave? Yes. Oh, exactly. Which was phenomenal. Yeah. And like chef's kiss. Like, mwah, yeah. so good. Yeah. I talked uh -huh. about it with uh, on a previous show. The, her ability to realize Bert and Tom's senses of humor mm -hmm. and roll with it once the show got started was perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She did very well by herself for that. So, so good. I love it when like performers give us such like a great representation in the industry. Yes. You know, she's not some like, like sloppy porn star that just like looks like an ass on this porn on this podcast. Like she was very well-spoken. She was, you know, she made us look good. Yeah. Oh, I sure. love that. Yeah. She's not that late nineties coked out of her head. Yeah. Star, right. Yeah. Who's just an absolute mess. Yeah. She, she yeah. did very, very well. I love that. I want to see more of that. I want to see porn stars being interviewed in a good light, you know? Well, all you have to do is listen to the show. Well, yeah, but that's like, I mean, in the mainstream, you ah, know? I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. That was good. Especially with that Money Shot documentary that just came out. <sighs> we need more good publicity. <laughs> it's so hard to watch that stuff neutral for me. Yeah. It makes me rage. I got like not even halfway through it. And I just like gave up. It makes me so mad. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Who's streaming that one? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Netflix. Yeah. It's um for anybody who doesn't know, the Money Shot documentary that just came out is about um, Pornhub and why their payment processors got shut down and the absolute lunatic fanatic Christians that basically just got everything wiped and demolished the livelihoods of thousands, and thousands of creators. Yeah. And that's the story behind it. So you should go check it out. It features some really great performers that uh, are part of the amateur program on Pornhub, which is really cool. But uh, yeah, just very informative, but uh, I do feel like those religious fanatics were given a little bit too much of a platform in my opinion. So it would be nice to see more things coming out that, that paint us in a good light. Yeah. So shout out to Adriana Chechik for that. Good job. You. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so one person that I can't wait to see is a cam model, Brielle day. And okay. I interviewed her a while ago and absolutely adore her. And I'm hoping to actually be able to say hello. I have, because I am Dick Dangle, I have a gift for her that I didn't want to mail because it might get broken because I sent her something else that broke. It's a paper mache cast of your penis. How'd you know? I just have a gift for that. Man. No, I actually had uh, Swarovski Crystal make one. 
Okay. I, I go all out. Diamonds are forever. That's right. <laughs> but uh, I've been uh, waiting to give her this gift for the better part of like three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm finally going to see her to be able to give it to her. Uh, it's starting to go crusty. <laughs> <laughs> crusty. I have no idea what this could be, but I'm just like throwing things out there that make it sound gross. So Yeah, uh, and you're doing a very good job of it. You're welcome. Uh another Cam Auto who I interviewed a while back, Mary Moody. Oh, I love Mary Moody. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, you're having a moment right now. I love her. Wow. She's so great. What? <laughs> What? Why are you laughing? Like, she is. Je- oh, don't get me wrong. She is great, but man, you are feeling it. I love her. Oh my gosh. No, she's just such a sweetheart. Like yeah. I've popped into her chat room a couple times. I follow her on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And just like every time I've spoken to her, she's just the most kind, wholesome, but also gets fucking ravaged. Like it's beautiful. I love her. Yeah. Love it. And recently she uh I guess she's like seeing somebody or whatever flesh mechanic um and they've been making some incredible content i don't know if you've seen it on twitter over the last little bit but her current filming partner is just next level they've been putting out some really really great stuff oh very cool good to know i'm obsessed (laughs) (laughs) now the next person who is going to be there tara patrick who Mm. I last time I saw her, she was featured dancing in Pittsburgh, and just as sweet a woman as you'll ever meet, and a an amazing performer, still beyond stunning and and great to meet, and I, I can't wait to see her again. And I'm really interested to see Stormy Daniels because oh, is she going? She's going. So her name is back in the news. I'm not gonna get into that. Oh my god, I freaking love her. Yeah. So, and she's just like the epitome of just like the angry, like jilted bitch, and I love her so much for it. She does not take any shit. None, none at all. Her none. Like people try to insult her, and she's just like, "Fuck you!" Like, but like, (laughs) yeah, she's. She knows how to cut people off at the knees with insults. Oh my god! It's, I fucking awesome. live to read her Twitter feed, man. It's so good. There, not all that long. Speaking of Mama Dangle, not all that long ago, uh, she was on a national news broadcast, and I looked at Mama Dangle. I said, "You knitted her a hat." <gasps> and, did she? Yeah, and she's like, "Yes, I did." <laughs> amazing oh my goodness yeah it was awesome can you when you meet mary moody can you please just play this that section of the, of the podcast for her? i can do that i i will you know what i'll do i will put it in the list because i take the list with me oh my god to the convention not at all neurotic no 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 mansion dahlia d okay Episode what? Four or four fifty two? Four fifty two. Yes. So you're good. So Okay, good. Have it preloaded on your phone and ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Please love me. Please love me. Notice me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, 
that is a really serious lineup of people that you're ready to go see. I'm excited for you oh, to go to Chicago. Yeah, you know, there there are the usual murderers row of great people you know vicky chase uh joanne angel and small hands are going to be there oh nice um ruby lynn my friend and first scene partner is there uh rocky emerson raya sunshine i mean the list just goes on and on and on so beauty well it sounds like it's going to be an excellent time i aspire to one day do the circuit and and go to these things with you we'll get you there no doubt. one day maybe next year So let me ask you this quick question before I talk about the interview that I did. If there are people at this convention that I am friends with that may know I have done a scene that I am interested in shooting with, maybe not in Chicago, but at a convention down the road, how do you, Dolly, do you think I should handle this? Like asking people to shoot? Yes. I would give people your card. Okay. Be like, hey, just so you know, I am male talent. Here's my credentials. And if you are ever looking for male talent to shoot with, here's my card. Mm, Okay. This would be for my content. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, babe. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, No, none of that. I was noticing. No. You were all like eyeing me up as I was walking past, right? No. I figured I'd give you my car because it is quite obvious that you want some of this slang. And uh, I I guess I will lower myself, you know, right, to be able to do this with you. Oh, my God, no. To help you build your brand, right? No. No. No, that's not how to do it. There's only one thing that would be worse than that. And it's like, oh my God, you're so fucking hot. You're (laughs) so fucking hot. We should film a video together. You want to film a video with me? How do I get in one of your videos, babe? Oh, there you go. I was wondering if you could like help me get into the industry. Because you are... You were, you were like so hot and no I, I you have stop that right now i have no doubt in my mind i've that, always wanted to be like a porn star i have a pretty big dick because <laughs> i know it's super easy right and i know i could make you come like 14 or 15 times in like a minute so <laughs> how do i get in your videos babe right we basically just read off the entire contents of my Pornhub inbox. <laughs> right, exactly. Fuck. Oh, so one more thing before we get to the talk about the interview. Okay. When you see somebody that responds a lot to either your posts on social media or if you see them in everybody's posts that you follow on social media, do you think to yourself this is a troll or do you think to yourself that this is a possible fan that is um, maybe not perfect at the English language? I feel like it's a case-by-case kind of basis Okay. because we definitely get those people that are just like really enthusiastic about the cam community in general. And there are a lot of guys that I know 
that I recognize from like other people's feeds and stuff like that, who are just very active in the community, mm-hmm. which is one thing. And I think those people are kind of a breed of their own because they're the ones that are actively like t- supporting and tipping and purchasing videos and stuff like that. And then commenting the, on them and like really, um, you know, just like integrating themselves in the community where I am cool with that. Like, I love when the, when my supporters and, and my, my friends and my fans and stuff interact with me on social media and stuff like that, because at the end of the day, like, that's kind of what we're trying to do here is like build a community and be buddies. Right. But then on the other side of it, you get those guys that will comment on like every single one of your fucking photos. <laughs> baby, you're so hot, baby. Ooh, oh, nice ass. Love that ass. What a big ass, <laughs> sir. Ass, ass, ass. Yeah, and like they've never ever come into my chat room and said hi. They've never, you know, um, joined my Discord and said anything. Like those are the free, you know, options. They've never like purchased a video. They've never like been on my OnlyFans. Nothing. I'm your number one fan, baby. Like, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> sit down, (laughs) you know? And it's like, it's cool. Like I appreciate genuine interaction, but when you're literally spamming every single one of my photos with drooly faces, it's like, bro, time to fuck off. You know, I'm on that, right? You know, I'm going to do that from now on. Oh my God. I know. (laughs) But like, it's okay. Like, because if you do it, it's like you interacting with my posts because we, we have that like you know, camaraderie sort of thing. And like, I, like, I don't want to sound like an asshole. Like I definitely appreciate people like commenting, like genuine actual comments on things, but when it's like incessant and it's just like, they're talking about me, like I'm a cow at the market. Oh, you got a point. Yeah. Yeah. Nice legs. Like, uh, are you having a barbecue? Like what (laughs) does it make you as also a patron cringe to see that? Oh, 100%. Are you talking about my Instagram? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like there are times where if I'm at a club, I get embarrassed for people. Oh, yeah. And, and I've gotten much better with that because that's them. You know, you you do you. But, you know, there are times where I watch and go, ugh, that's horrible, either on social media or at a club or at a convention. But yeah, here's my thing. So for some reason in March, a lot of the people that I know through the industry have a birthday. And uh, I will send out, you know, birthday wishes. If I have a picture with them, I send that out as part of it. Didn't your birthday just pass also? Uh, It did. Yes. Happy belated birthday, dick. Thank you very much. (laughs) Dahlia. (laughs) I just like saying your name. (laughs) And I'm not going to say the person's handle here, but I want you to let me know if you think this is spam, if this is a troll, or if this is just a fan who has issues with the English language. Now realize I've seen very similar posts from this person on other people's accounts. Okay. And it has zero punctuation. Oh God. Okay. I am going to read this as is. Okay. I have to take a real deep breath for this. Okay. Good day. Nice to meet you. How are you today? I hope is okay. How spending this evening? Tell me about something. Ask me. I listen. Very nice picture. Tell me about something. Nice picture. Yeah, I think that's just an overeager person that, yeah, you're right, probably doesn't have the greatest grasp of English grammar. Okay, okay. That And like, this is the kind of shit that drives me nuts. 
Why are you asking all of these questions? Why are you trying to engage with me on a social platform where I have thousands of followers that are doing the exact same thing? Right. Like if you want to engage my attention and have a conversation, you need to do that through the proper channels, Mm, which are clearly displayed. And it's not just me. Every other cam girl is the exact same. Mm -hmm. We're not going to sit there and have a full on conversation with you on Twitter. Right. In Twitter replies, like, and all of us have our links in our bio. All of us are promoting all of the different appropriate channels to get to know us and have these conversations. I think that's super inappropriate. And I would actually block that person. My thought was to actually respond to them in the exact same manner. Oh my God. And, but you know what? I do think that it is important for other patrons and other clients to respond because these people may, might not know, right? Like, yeah, you can reply and be an asshole. Totally. Right. It, it would be hilarious right. for sure. But a lot of these people are just so like eager to see a pair of tits that they don't understand the etiquette of the industry. And we, as porn stars, that's not our job. You know, it doesn't benefit us in any way to just try and sit down and educate each one of these turds. But <laughs> Clients who know better taking the time to respond to these people and being like, hey, man, just so you know, she doesn't reply to messages here on Twitter. If you want to have a conversation with her, here's the link to her OnlyFans. DM her there Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever the the model is promoting. That helps us out immensely. Yeah. Right. Because this chode may not subscribe to my OnlyFans. But then if there's another chode that's coming in with the same approach, maybe they see that reply and they go, oh. I'll subscribe to the OnlyFans then and send my stupid message there. (laughs) So I shouldn't go, hi, hello, yes, I fine, you good too, and just (laughs) just make a gigantic (laughs) punctuation. You know what? I think that that person would actually try to engage in a conversation with you. Oh, you're you're exactly I don't think – I think that your joke would fly directly over that person's head. Which would make it even better. Yes. Immediately. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, no, that's something that super, super grinds my gear. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. That's definitely something that drives me nuts. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> well, I was hoping to get to an article, but because we are who we are, there's no article here. It was just our banter. So you're going to have to save it for next time. We are going to have to save it for next time, which we probably won't get to it then either, but that's okay. That's fine. You can save it for when you have nothing else to talk about. When you're when you're co-hosting with somebody boring like the stepfather. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Boom. I'm kidding. I don't actually mean that. He's actually very entertaining. Okay. <laughs> he has Light a voice like drop. velvet on a nutsack. Oh, wow. Uh, that I will definitely let him know. On like a clean nutsack okay. that's freshly shaved and still a little damp. Oh, very nice. Wow. You know that like slide? Uh, i i don't have that so i'm just listen to you you're so flustered oh i I feel like less a man now (laughs) (laughs) oh man let's talk about my interview guest yes and i was lucky enough to interview cindy starfall at rick's cabaret Ninth and Liberty in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh. Thank you very much to the club for allowing me to be in there doing interviews. Is she um, predominantly a stripper? 
No, she is a soon-to-be AVN-nominated Hall of Famer. Very nice. Uh, yeah, she has been in the industry a while, and she is unbelievably popular. She continues to be popular, and she's doing a lot more of putting out her own content and not doing quite as much studio work. That a girl. Yeah, and... She has so many things that she is involved in, and we talk about it in the interview, away from the industry. It's awesome when you watch people who have that drive to not only be sexual and create in the adult community, but have so many other things that they're passionate about away from it that it helps them build their brand, and it helps them build for the future. I love that. Multidimensional. Absolutely. And we get into so many different things within this conversation, and she's a lot of fun. She has a very good sense of humor, which I always appreciate when I talk to different performers that have a good sense of humor who are real quick when it comes to jokes. And That's crazy because like, you don't have a good sense of humor at all. Oh, so. I'm horrible. I'm flat, and uh, people yawn a lot when they listen to me and I interview them. It's pretty embarrassing. All the time. All the time. Like listening to lullabies. It truly is. <laughs> she definitely gets into the things that she is passionate about, and we just have a really fun conversation. I think her fans and just everybody in Pervert Nation are, is really going to enjoy this entire conversation. And uh, it's been a while. Like I talked to her like six years ago. I've seen her feature dance, and I've seen her at conventions since then. But uh, it was nice to get caught back up with her and, uh, yeah, just have a really, really nice evening. That sounds absolutely amazing. I am super, super excited to hear about Cindy Starfall. And I'm definitely going to have to do a Google to see um, what she looks like because she sounds like a lovely human. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So I hope everybody enjoys that interview as much as they enjoyed listening to you, Dahlia D. I doubt it. I feel like Cindy's about to blow me out of the water. I don't know. But that's okay, because I like getting blown. Oh, my goodness gracious. If people want to see said blowing action, where do they go? www.daliad.com. That's D-A-H-L-I-A-D-E-E.com. Fantastic. I am at... The Dick Dangle on Twitter, Dangling After Dark on Instagram, DanglinAfterDark.com is the website. If you want to email me, Dick at DanglinAfterDark.com, I respond to just about every email unless I know it's spam. I do my best to interact with everybody on social media, so please reach out. If I don't respond, it just means you're a terrible person. Or a Nigerian prince. I've fallen for a couple of those. <laughs> Fool me eight times. Shame on me. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> my, my credit rating's 400 is what I'm saying. So. On to the interview. On to the interview. Thank you one and all for listening to this episode. Enjoy my interview with Cindy Starfall. Please take care of yourselves and each other. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Cindy Starfall and the sexy Dahlia D. Find something. That feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And of course, dangle on. <laughs> sure. <laughs> kind of mix it up a little bit, you know? You did. That was a mix for sure. Mm, don't worry. 
Dick would be coming back. Rick's Cabaret, Pittsburgh's premier gentleman's club destination, is located at 9th and Liberty in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh. Rick's has five floors of entertainment for everyone to enjoy, so the party never ends at Rick's Cabaret. Rick's Cabaret also delivers the best adult entertainers and award-winning featured dancers to the stage, so check out Rick's online to see who's coming to town. Check out everything Rick's has to offer and follow them online on Facebook, Rick's Pittsburgh, Twitter, Rick's Cabaret PIT, Instagram, Rick's Cabaret PGH, and don't forget to check out their online shop as well. Sooner or later, everyone ends up at Rick's Cabaret. Mm, he's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. Welcome back to Danglin' After Dark with Dick Dangle. I am at Rick's Cabaret in downtown Pittsburgh, and my next guest is one of the most popular performers in modern adult industry. She has worked for Wicked, Reality Kings, Naughty America, New Sensations, Adam and Eve, and so many more, delivering passionate scenes that keep her fans on the edge of their seats. She was recently featured in Hustler Magazine, Authority Magazine, and many others, and with more than 20 major award nominations and a 2020 Urban X Hall of Fame induction, her legacy can never be questioned. Please welcome the beautiful Cindy Starfall. How are you doing? Oh my God, it's so nice to see you again. I'm doing great. Good. An absolute pleasure to see you every time. Before we get started, can you please tell everybody where they could find you online and on social media? Sure. Everyone can find me online on Instagram at CStarfall and on Twitter at CindyStarfall. Thank you for agreeing to do this interview. I really appreciate it. It has been almost six years since the last time we talked You have had quite the world-traveling journey lately. Uh, You were at X3 in L.A. in January. You featured dance in New York in February, as well as uh, going to Paris to the Sexodrome. That was for your sex toy launch, correct? Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. for my sex toy launch with Doc Johnson. So we uh, collaborate with a store in Paris. Okay. Um, It was a great opportunity to to meet all my European fans. Oh, very nice. Very nice. And and now you're here in Pittsburgh. I don't know how you do all this traveling. How do you not just completely exhaust yourself with all of this? <laughs> you know, you're not the first person asking me that. Everyone, <laughs> even my friends, is like, you know, instead of asking me how, they do, how I'm doing, they're just like, where are you now? <laughs> and because like, my body just feels like every day I wake up to the new city. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. But I mean, I'm grateful to be able to travel and I get to meet a lot of cool people, meet great people at the club. So I, I can't complain yeah how long does it take you to recover from traveling so much are you someone that within a day or two you're fine because i am not 
Yeah, without a day, after a day or two, I'll be fine. And then, wow. like after a week, if I'm home a week without doing something, it's it's weird because then I'm start like, okay, I should go somewhere. Oh wow! Um, but one of the tip I do tell my friends is that if you you know on the flight or during your travel day, drink a lot of water. Drink like a lot of water. That's really help with the jet lag effect afterward, so you don't feel it after. Because a lot of people feel it right after. You know, if you dehydrate. Yeah, going to Las Vegas, I'm always an early flyer in the day, and that helped immensely. That, this was the first year where I took my own medicine and drank a lot of water, and it turned out really well. Being in such demand like you are, how do you choose what to do and where to go? Um, I usually work with my travel agents and you know they usually offer me okay this is the project this is pittsburgh would you like to do it so i have a say in uh, where i want to go there are a lot of other cities that i want to go like you know i haven't been to texas i haven't been to seattle for work to meet all of my fans so a lot of fans sometimes misunderstanding that hey you know how come i only see you in all this city but you don't come to my city it's actually we don't get to pick the city that we go it's more for if the clubs will book us, so then we will go to where we get booked. So what you're saying is your fans need to request you. Yeah, yeah. so the fans need to request wherever you are and you want me to come, let's say Houston, Texas. You have to come to the club that you usually go to and say, I want to see Cindy Starfall here. And um, they will work with my agents and make it happen. Other than that, I don't just go to the club and say, hey, can you book me? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, self-care is a good investment, but it does take time away from trying to get done what you want to accomplish. How do you find that balance? That's definitely hard, especially in my early years in the industry, like really crazy. And I haven't made up my name yet. It's like my way to make my name. And now I feel I'm more established. So I'm able to care for myself more. I try to take, you know, at least once a, once a day in a whole month, do a spa day or do something for myself. And um, I think there's also another misunderstanding for my my fans that think that I'm always because I'm always on, you know, right. like as a person, like always on. I don't have an off button. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in my like personal life, I like to just be quiet and just be alone. I don't mind eating by myself. I don't. That, that's just how I am. I, I just need like I'm off. Like, I could be a very private person. Mm. Are you someone that goes to concerts by yourself or to the movies? Yeah, yeah I don't mind. I don't mind yet at all. It's, um, I say, you know, being alone is not, uh, it's not like you being lonely. It's right. just I like to enjoy my time with, peop uh, with people as well, you know, being at the club, being socializing. But when I'm not at, on tour, I like to be by myself with my cat. <laughs> <laughs> so when you do have a spa day, when you do have that self-care day, are you able to turn off or are you still, you know, you're in, you're in the, the pose doing yoga and you're saying, okay, I'm going to be here. I got to do this. Or can you just truly shut off? That's a very good question. That's actually very hard for me because everywhere I go, I think about, oh, okay, I can shoot the next content there. Okay, in a yoga class, oh, I can turn on my camera and so that people can watch me do yoga. Mm -hmm. So that's very hard for me to shut off my mind, honestly. So I have even my, my massage therapist tell me that I'm very stressed. 
Yeah. <laughs> he said, you need to like chill, relax. <laughs> it's like my brain always turning. Mm-hmm. So I have to, um, what's been helping me is that I try to not be on the phone as much. Yeah. So I try not to be on social media like one hour, two hours before I go to sleep. Just keep my phone away when I'm working. Just not be on the screen so much. Yeah. Which being on the screen is kind of your job. So that can be tough. That sucks. Yeah. Because yeah. you have to constantly be on social media to promote, you know, to to just um, emailing fans and shooting content. So, yeah, it is tough because the whole day you're on. Yeah. You're, you're always on. The other day I was talking, I was joking with my fan. I say, because he said, you work so much. And I say, yeah, maybe I should be like Chick-fil-A, just off on Sunday. <laughs> there you like, go. Like Cindy's not open for business on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but we will get to your social media in a little bit. But uh, speaking of your sex toy, uh, less than a month ago, your two signature strokers from Doc Johnson were released. I'm always impressed with the look of the toys, I know they use different techniques to get the likeness of you. How did they do it? Did they mold it for you or were they able to do it from photographs? And what did you think of them when you saw them? No, so uh, they actually molded off of my pussy. Okay. Is, um, I went to the facility and there was like two professionals with two buckets of like a molding, um, I don't know what they're called. Yeah, it's almost like, like a, a liquid, rubber latex, Like a very yeah. rubbery. And they put it on there. You have to hold for a while because it is a long process for us to mold. Mm. So, and then they get hardened up and then they will pull it out carefully. And it will have like all like the detail of my every of my hole. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest one is my mouth. It hasn't come out yet. Oh, my wow. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> my my mouth because I have to like hold like there's a whole car with something on my mouth. Yeah, because they put like a tube inside my mouth to you know to to mold my lips. So I have to hold this for like a whole whole time. Just I couldn't talk and then I start drooling now. <laughs> oh, I never even thought about that. <laughs> process it's just very long but it is nice to for my fans to know that it's actually molded right off of me it's just Mm. not some generic toy that you just slap my name on it yeah i know it's early but have you heard any feedback from fans about it yeah, a lot of fans who bought it, they love it because um, they say it's very tight. Okay. <laughs> and they love the look of it. It looks exactly the same, and it's very easy to clean because they come in two. One is a pocket pussy, which mm-hmm. is more compact. That's actually my, my best seller okay. because, I mean, men just want to be a little bit more discreet and it's smaller. And the other one is got a main squee, which come with a travel case. So if oh, you okay. plan to pack in your suitcase, they come with a hard travel case. Mm-hmm. Um, when I come here, I actually have it uh, when I travel. And the TSA agent always called me, and which is funny. So he opened it. Uh, it got caught. <laughs> and he opened it. And um, he looked at the pocket pussy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, 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 he literally he looked at it. And then he look at me, and it's I'm a chick, and then he and then he look at the picture in the front, right? And all suddenly he smiled because then how it clicked in his brain that right. this is the same girl that <laughs> on the the picture. <laughs> so, oh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> so he just have a smirk, and, uh, and 
And then he I mean, he let me go. He said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always surprised at how many performers, I don't want to say have issues with TSA and with people at the airport when it comes to stuff like that. Have you ever had a bag go through and then something not be there when you get the bag at your destination? Or is all that stuff carry on to make sure you have it just in case luggage gets lost? I always travel on carry on. So this is my travel trick. Maybe I'm just impatient, but I don't want to wait for bags. And Mm -hmm. it's just the check bag. So I try to fit everything in my carry on. And I have a backpack, which is more of like, um, what do you call it? Backpacker? Like, you know, the bigger backpack? Oh, right. When you can roll all your clothes in there. So I will put all my personal clothes and then my carry on is all my work stuff. Oh, that's impressive. This this way I could just go through the whole thing and it's just I don't have to wait. Wow, that's awesome. You've been on a number of podcasts, including Lisa Ann's Dudes Do Better podcast that was released in December. Uh, You cover a lot, including being quite the entrepreneur with different businesses and interests taking root over the last few years. And that includes a clothing line. Uh, You have a degree in fashion. What is it about fashion that really drew you to it? I love fashion because it's, um, it's unique. Everyone has their own style, and they are allowed to express the, their own style individually. And for me, for my fashion line, I have men's T-shirts that I have been putting out every year. And I love it, because, and even the men's love it, because I get to control the quality of it. I don't just buy any T-shirt and resell it to my fans. Every T-shirt that I sell to my fans, the design has been picked out by me and all the fabric has been picked out, even the printing. So I don't just like uh, one of those iron print on is actually like dye into the thread. So when you wash it, okay. the image doesn't come out. Oh, nice. It doesn't get all like um, if, if you iron on the, the clothes, the pictures, mm-hmm. it start to get, you know, it ripped. When yeah, you they wash get brittle. Yeah. yeah, so like with my T-shirt, it's tie-dyed into the thread. Oh, very and this, nice. And uh, this only can happen if I go to the factories and I pick out the shirt that is soft enough because mm. a lot of my men will wear it uh, to sleep. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. When you see somebody that is of questionable fashion, do you want to help them? Like... I am someone like I've never owned a suit. I have blazers and things, but I don't buy stuff that is very fitting to me. It's kind of off the rack stuff. When you see people like that, do you think, oh, he needs some help? I think you look good. Oh, well, thank I you. Think, I think the blazer <laughs> I didn't fit. say it for that, you know? but thank you. <laughs> like, well, men usually like a more looser item. Yeah. Um, I don't usually correct people's fashion because I feel like it's just their way of expressing their individuality. Mm-hmm. But if they come to me like, oh, how do I look? I'm like the most honest friends you can have. Oh, okay. I would. <laughs> I was joking with my friend that you always got to find yourself a Vietnamese girl because we don't talk shit behind your back. We talk shit to your front. <laughs> so not so much talking shit really because it's more like we give you guidance and advice that hopefully you don't keep going down the drain. Makes sense. It's because um, a funny story. One of my girlfriends, she's American. She comes to me. Hey, I went to the nail salon and the ladies told me that I look fat. <laughs> like, isn't that that's very rude? And I say, 
um, in American culture, I think you guys perceive it as like, oh, that's rude that somebody tell you, oh, wow, you look fat. Uh, but in a Vietnamese culture, it's all way of caring for you. If we care for you, we say, hey, you know, you gain weight. Mm-hmm. Just so, so that you're aware right. <laughs> that you're of yourself, that you have gained weight. So you should start losing weight. So, right. you, keep go- so don't, you don't keep going down. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Is there a true fashion no-no when it comes to especially men? Is there something that you see and you go, man don't wear that that's horrible because for me i don't understand tight fitting dress pants that are very short in leg length like when they sit down it comes up to mid calf and yeah that's the style huh? i don't yeah. like that at all yeah yeah that's definitely the young style these days yeah with the, like almost like capri <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um, for me i can't stand men that wear their pants and it fall down all the way down their ass and every time they walk they have to pull up yes. <laughs> their pants I say babe that's what a belt is for <laughs> like it's like it's not sexy it's not sexy to see your boxer <laughs> you are correct I always think that when I see men like that do some squats get a butt and that will help with that as well but a belt is yeah just like it's, it's just trying too much or something right Last year, you launched your Femdom-themed profile, Queen Starfall, on Fansly. Uh, You talked about how you decided to show this side of your sexuality. Um, How was it received, and were you apprehensive at letting people into this part of your sexuality? Because I'm sure you are perceived as just submissive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have always been perceived as submissive, and that's really uh, another great re- revenue. But as an actress, I can also play a fandom, which I found that I also have that side of me, the controlling, the really female domination size. And there are a lot of slaves that want to worship an Asian girl. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so I find I didn't find that size until I get into this business to find me more confident. And mm. I love that side of me. It's been perceived well. And the reason I started that site, because just to separate them, just to separate the fan base from being submissive, because a lot of um, my OnlyFans, which is a submissive OnlyFans, they, they, a lot of fans say, hey, you don't post any fetish stuff. You don't post any feet. Yeah, do you have any... You know, like more fetishes, fandom stuff. And I say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. So uh, I started this uh, Queen Star phone on Fansly, which is mainly only for slaves. So all my mm. slaves, that's where they gather. They could be there. And, you know, surprisingly, there's a lot of men that I thought that were dominant become a slave. And I find that so interesting. And this is why I love the fandom industry. It's the psychology behind it. Yeah. Like a man can be both. Mm-hmm. In being in the industry as long as you have, are you finding that you are a lot more comfortable or you are enjoying things a lot more that you didn't think you would in the beginning? Because I'm sure you're introduced to a lot of different kinks and topics and things like that as you work. I do. I have always been loved. When people watch me, when people watch my performance, when people watch me on set, mm. I always love that. And uh, 
in the beginning of the industry, I feel like I didn't. Uh, I would still figure things out. Right now, I feel like I'm having more fun because okay. I get to control like who's my partner gonna be, who is am I gonna have to do video with, and what mm. we would do. So I love doing that. One of my things is I I love public. I love public stuff, outdoor stuff, okay. being naughty in public. <laughs> But even though you have to be careful, but that just turned me on. I like doing something taboo. Okay. How do you do it? And and kind of, quote unquote, play within the rules. Yeah, I have to be. So that's why I love to travel. I love to travel to different countries because unlike the U.S., the European countries is more flexible with being nudity. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, the Netherlands, Amsterdam, you can be naked outside as long as you don't offend anybody. Okay. You can even... You know, just be topless. You can tan topless. It's no problem. Mm-hmm. They they don't have problem with with sex or something like that. Um, so that's how I find my opportunity to shoot stuff. Oh, very nice. You've received a lot of love and praise and some award nominations for your feature dancing. You seem to really put your all into everything that you do and really excel at it. Were you surprised? by how much you enjoy feature dancing because it's not an easy part of the job. It is not an easy part of the job. I was talking to my assistant, like my assistant say, you, you make things look easy, but people don't also know a bunch of stuff happening behind the scene, right? The mm-hmm. DJ had to get all the musics right. My assistant had to get all the props right. But me loving performance, what I love about, I love putting my creative spin into it, just like fashion, just like anything else I do. I get to control the shows, and ultimately, I want to give a good show that the audience will remember. A lot of my shows, it has a little bit of routine, but most of the time, it's more interactive with the fans. Okay. So the fans get to be interact into my show. I want to pull them into my show, and they, some a lot of time they're very happy to be participating in the show because mm-hmm. they not they wasn't sure, you know, they're shy when they meet me, and a lot of time they will email me after like, oh, I didn't know you're gonna be so down to earth. Oh wow! Knowing like your uh, like you know your status or something like that and and that's usually it's not me being a diva is never me is i always treat people the same i just want to have fun on stage yeah and i'm gonna have you have fun too right because we're here for fun yeah so what you're saying is sit close to the stage yes yeah, sit close <laughs> to the stage that's where all the action's happening because honestly my eyes not that good so i can only <laughs> see the front seat <laughs> Because my assistant was like, did you see the guy in the back? Like, I do not see the guy in the back. Because <laughs> I do only pay attention to the front. Yeah. Have you feature danced in other countries? I have feature danced. I had an opportunity to feature dance in Australia. Oh, wow. That was interesting. Oh, and on t- um, Ontario, Canada. Okay. O- no, Ottawa. Oh, Ottawa, Ottawa, Canada. Okay. That was cold. Uh, <laughs> I even make the joke. So is the Canadian going to toss me a dollar coin? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just set your loonies on the stage. Don't throw them, please. <laughs> yeah. It's very fun. Crowd is very different. Um, but I have the most fun feature dancing in the America. You okay. guys know how to have fun. Do tips. And uh, I love it. Yeah. One thing that I enjoy doing is going through people's social media 
and asking them questions about some of the posts that they have made. Are you willing to answer a couple of questions about posts? Yeah, no problem. Before we get to that, I do want to say I love your Twitter. It's very cool and it's almost respectful in a way because you don't show a lot of graphic scenes or graphic pictures on it. Is that how you have chosen to market yourself? Is that just kind of letting the tease drive people to your other sites? Yeah, exactly. It's more for the tease and also, you know, just to avoid any future issue with the social media people like Twitter policies or Instagram policy. So I try to keep it more of a tease. Sometimes it's better to not leave it everything out. Yes, you can Google this everything. Right. But sometimes it's better to keep it classy, elegant, and just entice people that way. Yeah, I agree with that. The first tweet I would like to ask you about, you wrote, want to move to Europe. Requirements, good public metro, diverse food, good weather. I'm comfortable in Vietnamese, English, Spanish, French. Where should I move? Wow. Okay. So let me ask this first. Where would you like to move to? So we have narrowed, me and my fans have narrowed it down based okay. on the voting. So it would be either Spain or Italy. Oh, okay. So I'm really, I've been to Italy before and I love the lifestyle. Just very chill. The food is great. I haven't been to Spain, so I want to go. So my fans say, why did you want to go to Europe? And here's my reason. So I live in Vietnam. I live in Asia. I live in America. So I want to live in the third continent in my lifetime. That's pretty much it. That's just how I am. Like, I like to just pick up and go. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I sometimes I just want to move to a new environment. It just makes life less dull for me. Uh, that makes complete sense, actually. Yeah, to keep things fun and fresh. And I, I would imagine it actually helps your brain. Yeah, so it helps my brain. And I love learning. I love learning new things. That's why I want to learn a new language. You know, I can communicate, you know, Vietnamese, English. I can communicate in Spanish or French when I go to Paris. But um, in Italian, I, I don't know. But it's to give me a chance to kind of learn a new language. Right. And the nice thing is most people throughout Europe, uh, especially in countries like Germany, uh, a lot of people speak English. So you could always find kind yeah. of a common ground to communicate. Yeah. I just think it, it's just time for me to change my, my lifestyle, just, yeah. just to change it up. Look, but it's not going to be instantly. It's going to be like when I retired. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, and that does make me ask, uh, I know that the modern model for the adult industry you can truly live anywhere but with so much of your adult industry and your entrepreneurial businesses based here how do you make that work in moving to europe good question so this is why i say um i'm gonna move in uh, when I retire, because I need these years when I already planted the seed with, you know, all my investments outside of adult industry. I know people only know me as an actress. Right. But outside of that, I don't talk about, you know, my investment. I invest in real estate. I invest in stock. So I already planning the seed. So in the 10 years, I will be able to cash in and is able to start working for me as okay. I'm living somewhere else. Yeah. So that's the whole point for me to get everything automatically um, 
automate my business mm. for so that I can I have the freedom to move everywhere. So that's the main thing for me in life, freedom. I want to be able to, I don't like to be tied down with family or kids. I just want to move. Yeah, <laughs> very nice. The next one. You wrote, I know I've been in porn too long when I just told the internet guy to take off his clothes instead of his shoes now. That's funny. I'm sure this happens a lot. Has this ever happened to you before that you can remember? No, I haven't. Really? So wow. Much. No, I haven't. I was editing my video, and of course, like my mind was like in porn, you right. know? And then he came <laughs> over to fix my internet, and he was a young guy. And uh, I say, because I always like to have people take off their shoes when they enter the house. Mm-hmm. So I meant to say, can you take up your shoes? But then I, I was looking at the the pants and I was editing porn. So I said, can you take up your can you, can you take up your pants? And he was definitely caught off guard. He was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, sorry, it's the shoes. Right. And then in my house, there's a bunch of you know, like picture of me naked, right. uh, like, like in an artsy way. Mm-hmm. And so I think he can put two and two together. Right. I. I am literally sitting here blushing for you. <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Two people asked question. Did he do it? No, he didn't do okay, it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Spectrum allowed him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the next tweet I would like to ask about. This was a delightful surprise when I read it. You wrote, "Hey, Harry Kane, do you like my jersey?" Now, are you, and for those who don't know, Harry Kane is one of the best uh, football-slash-soccer players in the world. He plays for Tottenham Hotspur in the uh, Premier League in England. Are you his fan? Are you a team fan? Are you a soccer fan? I'm a soccer fan. So growing okay. up in Vietnam, soccer is really big. So I love, you know, I love the game. I love watching the World Cup. And I was going crazy at the World Cup. I, I, I love the atmospheres. But um, one of my fans gifted me for that jersey with Starfall in it. And I thought it would be a funny joke to tag Harry Kane into <laughs> it. Like, maybe now he's going to get all hit up with Cindy Starfall stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it will make his day. I don't know. Right. <laughs> he's a man after all. You are correct. Uh, so, did he respond? No, he didn't respond. Oh, come on, <laughs> maybe Harry. Maybe his mind didn't go... <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's afraid to like because kind of like some actor to get uh, trouble when he liked uh, porn or something. Right. Which, which is so funny. Like they, he get in trouble for liking a uh, sexual image or something. It's like let the men live. It's, you know. <laughs> exactly. So you don't have to say any names, but have you ever been approached or been contacted by a sports person or somebody famous? Yeah, definitely all the time. Mm. A sport person, uh, glee actors, <laughs> a, a lot of actors, a lot of Hollywood people. Wow. But you know what's funny about me? Because uh, I didn't grow up in the U.S., so I'm not really like a starstruck person. I don't even know your name sometimes. So when a, an actor come up to me, like, I'm so-and-so, and I, I'm kind of like, okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like so half the time I, I, I think I just don't like kissing ass so much. I don't like to go to party where a lot of influencer or famous people be there just so I can show show louder myself up. Right. It's, 
it's not mate. It's either like if we get along, we get along. You cool. If you're not, but even if you're famous, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god. Yeah. Like that. That's just not me. I'm actually the same way with actors. I'm not a big movie person. You know, I don't get caught up in celebrity and people go, oh, do you know who that is? Nope. I have no idea who that yeah. is. And it's, it's always funny because ah, we'll talk about that afterwards. But my last tweet I would like to ask you about. You wrote, every contractor in Florida thinks I'm a teenager until after the negotiations. This has to feel good in a way. I'm sure being petite has its advantages where you can have things like that where people think, you know, maybe you're not as well versed in something and then you really surprise them. What are some of the advantages and disadvantages of being petite? I would say, especially dealing with real estate or more bigger investment like that and not dealing with the adult industries, the biggest advantage would be they don't really know what I know or like how much I know. Right. Because I do a lot of research and I do, I already compare a lot of quotes so I could play the game a little bit. Yeah. So what's one thing I could do is I don't talk to them personally like this. I don't talk to them on a phone. I only talk to them in email. Ooh, okay. So in email, you can't tell if I'm a girl. Or you can tell, because it doesn't say Cindy, so you can't tell if I'm a girl, you can't tell if I have an accent, or I'm not from here. Right. So most of the time, think I'm a bigger girl, <laughs> or a man even, because nice. <laughs> they don't know Asian name. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so almost everybody who show up at the house is get caught by surprise when an almost looking teenager girl opened the door. Right. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I already know who like overpriced me for the projects and I already compare. And I, so I, I kind of play the game a little bit. It's, it sucks with contractor because being smart, it, it, it does because sometimes people do judge you. Right. When they first meet you, they do judge you and they say, oh, you know, uh, she's small. She's a woman. She doesn't know anything. But a lot of time, a lot of things you can Google. Right. And when I'm out of state, I have my assistant, which is standing for me at the house so they can meet. So they think they're dealing with my assistant, but really they're dealing with me. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So we are firmly planted in 2023. What does the rest of the year have in store for you? Is it filming, doing your own content, traveling, feature dancing? What do you have going on? Yeah, so I'm doing my own contents, and I'm kind of plan to shoot my popular annual calendar for next year, 2024. Oh, nice. I have to start uh, doing it last year, for this year, that was released, which is a Italy issue, so I want to do it. Um, it received really great demand. It was interesting because it was different than anything I've ever done. It's not porno. It's very classy, oh, nice. lingerie in front of Italy, you know, Colosseum, and people like respond to it very well. Yeah, and like to the creative direction of it. Like I say, so do you prefer like not ass and titties out? And they say, you know, a lot of my fans work on a computer. They work in office, so they say that they actually prefer this because they can hang in the office. Yes. 
they don't want to have because my other calendar is like ass out <laughs> pussy out you know like everything out and they say it's great we love it but it's just not like when guests come over or when they have like in the office when they're boss they have to hide it right so this way uh this new carolina calendar is actually great and they say it's it's tasty it's classy it's elegant so this year it's gonna be hard to top it but i'm looking for a location to shoot it so oh very nice very cool well this has been fantastic absolutely amazing to see you again can't wait to see you on stage and thank you very much for your time one last time where can people find you on social media you can find me on Twitter at Cindy Starfall and on Instagram at C Starfall. Make sure to check out my online store at CindyStarfall.net. Absolutely. Once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.